Welcome into the For the Throne Dynasty podcast, starring your defending champion, Cascade Bear, Stirk Daddy, Justin STP6, Andy Pollock, Randy Santarelli, D. Slackey, the debut of House Deets, Candle Still Lit, Little Slads, WGL 1035, Prince Palmer 17, Lefty 79, and Bucks in 6. Welcome in to the For the Throne Dynasty podcast. We are coming to you with a review of week two of the For the Throne Dynasty league and the NFL season. I'm once again joined by my co-host, Justin. Justin, how are we doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing good. Ready to get on and talk about this past week of the For the Throne League. Just sent out the week two newsletter last night. I was able to get that done. Obviously, we weren't able to get both done on the same day, but we'll be able to get this out hopefully by the start of the Browns-Steelers banger. 37.5 point over-under that we're going to see tonight on Amazon Prime. Looking forward to a one hell of a game. If I have any chance left in Gulag, my Browns are going to have to go off. <laughs> I'm going to need Truth Biscuit to be serviceable, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Okay. That over's going to have to hit then. <sighs> Damn. Yikes. All right, let's get into it right away. Start talking about those cookies. So, Justin, let's take a look at how this week did for cookies what do you got well congratulations guys we set a cookie record in the two years we've been doing this so the previous record was um 402.74 in week two of last year well today uh when i was making sure everything was all good we are at 408 Point six six, so we just under six points higher than week two of last year. Which, ironically, these are the two highest scoring weeks, and they've all been week two. Um, we start going into some of the players, the weekly cookies. Like there were really, really high performances, but from a lot of these teams this week, Stirk and yourself each got four dollars. Um, Randy and Little Slads, Lefty, Danny, Ryan, and Candle all got two dollars. Um, and then we had two positions where we had ties. Um, so Daniel Carlson and Evan McPherson each had 13 points in the kicker spot, but Logan got the tiebreaker for the longer kick made because they had identical kicks made and extra points. Well, then when we tried to do that with the IDP flex spot, Will and Jake each are going to get a half one. Um, Jake gets... $5 for two and a half cookies this week. Will gets a half cookie this week because both Nick Bosa and Micah Parsons each had the same amount of sacks, hits, and tackles, combining into an 18-point cookie. So we'll go through them real quick just because this is the highest scoring week we've ever had. So Tua went off in that Dolphins game with 50.86. Um, Lamar Jackson went very close second at 48. Um, Aaron Jones... And Nick Chubb, each over 32 points for Cascade and Randy. 
The highest scoring receiver was on Monday night, Danny with Stefan Diggs at 44.8. Then it was 41.1 from Jalen Waddell, 43 from uh, Tyree Kill for Sturk. So all the Dolphins receivers just going nuts. And then Amon Ra had 39.4 for Little Slads. Um, Jake had Mark Andrews um, with 25.7. We already talked about the kicker. Aiden Hutchinson, after an offer, um, or I believe maybe a half point in his debut, three sacks in the first half, 21 and a half points for Ryan. Devin White, once again, Candle's only cookie maker, with 20 and a half. And then Marcus Williams, the free agent wire pickup of the week by far for Sterk, with 26 and a half points in his first start. So if we go to player cookies, there's a couple players that have two. Um, right now, it's just, not, not even a couple, Devin White is the only multiple cookie winner um, so far in this first two weeks. And then we go to the team totals. So right now, after D-Slapke's four in week one and one this week, he is our current cookie champion with five. King Burke Daddy is four. Get Burrowed Bitches have three. Outdoor Furnishings has two and a half. 200 mil all. Team Candle still lit. Team Prince Palmer. Um, Logan's team name, which is currently being changed to Anon. Um, <laughs> all with two. Then Peacock Power, Team Little Slads, and Time to Play the Game with one. And Those Bitches Love Bosa with only a half cookie. So we all have cookies at this point, but um, Will only has a half as of this taping. We'll see how he comes out next week. Absolutely. Those are the cookies from this week. A great, great week. And like you said, only one player through two weeks with multiple. So eventually that will duplicate on itself. Okay, so let's take a look at week two and how it went for our For the Throne League. Let's start with the first matchup. It came between two Anon, who was 0-1, versus Team Little Slads, who was also 0-1. Well, two and on, Bucks and Six, moves to one and one after a 171.4 point victory to 151.4. So 20 points on the nose against Little Slads. Taking a look at two and on, TV Tony Shivani with 50.86 points. Uh, Tua Tungavaloa, I'm just going to give the nicknames cause, and kind of follow suit with you, Justin, because they can look it up. Well, we had Hangnail with 13 points and Jelly Nutella with 15.8 in the running backs. At the wideouts, we had Master Bateman with 20.8 uh, and then MJF with 12.2. At the tight end, Dino Douche continues with his double-digit point scoring with 13.1. Yikes, a big fat zero for Dwarf Dong Sucker, which is zero points. Yikes. We had also a disgusting 2.2 <laughs> points for Jerry Judy. <laughs> and 13 points in the kicker spot for Sockface. Uh, IDPs were all pretty bad, except for Penthouse, who had 10. On Little Slad side, we had a disappointing 11.5 points for Tom Brady. Uh, get out of the way was pretty bad with eight and a half, and ETN with eight point three. Nineteen point one from T Higgins and twenty point seven for Sutton, who was recently put on the trade block. Don't know why. Uh, and then Gross Taysom Hill in the tight end spot with one point four points, 
after being picked off off free agency. In the flexes, he had Amon Ross St. Brown with 39.4. And then he double tight ended with Dawson Knox, 8.1. Other IDPs of note were Levante David with 9.5. So Little Slads moves to 0-2 and 2-1 and to 1-1. The next matchup was between Time to Play the Game and Team Prince Palmer. Uh... Time to play the game was 1-0, and Prince Palmer was also 1-0. But Prince Palmer reigned supreme after winning 169, nice, to 134.6. So that is about a 34.5 point victory, give or take, for Prince Palmer. On lefty's side, he had a very disappointing game for Jin Rummy with 6.08. Average performances from his running backs, including Risk with 11.6 and Sari with 12.3, the Canadian special. Then we had Perfection with 15.1 and Outburst, really did Outburst, with 41.1. We had 15.5 from Zertz and Gross, 2.8 from Monopoly, proving once again why it is the most overrated board game. And... Staircade with only five points in the kicker spot. And the IDPs, uh, nothing. Starcade. So IDPs were pretty disappointing for time to play the game. On Prince Palmer's side, holy shit, 48.62 from bet on himself with the star face emoji. Disappointing performances from his... um, Running backs who have way too long of nicknames. I can't even read them. Except for please out preform Camara and, and keep, keep chasing, chasing waterfalls, waterfalls, I think. Yikes. Oh. Both not good. Um, don't be a poo-poo. Well, he was a poo-poo. He had four points. Uh, and then 13.3 for DJ Moore, my firstborn child. 3.9 from Barbecue Pits. He is barbecue trash. The barbecue flavoring that is tastes like dumpster fire. Three point nine. I loved the some of the memes coming out about Kyle Pitts last week. Um, that uh, he was Arthur Smith was saying that we don't play fantasy football, we play football to win. And then they everyone was talking about how they drafted Kyle Pitts as the offensive decoy in the fourth overall pick last year. <laughs> yeah, he has not been good at all. Uh, and then it's like oh. You don't want to bench him because he's got a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. My London, London Bree. I don't know what it says after that. With 24.6, just a beast mode performance for him. He's looked very good. And then Cheat Code at 10.8. IDPs, like you mentioned, Aiden Hutchinson, Billy Jean Kid with 21.5. Uh, nothing much of note elsewise. So Prince Palmer moves to 2-0 and Little or Lefty moves to 1-1. The next matchup was between These Bitches Love Bosa and Team D Sladke. Uh, both were 1-1, coming into this matchup. D Sladke is victorious in a 184.3 to 149 point victory. So that is a 30.5.3 point victory for D. Sladke. It's too many tongue twisters about what I'm talking about. <laughs> On D. Sladke's side, he had 21.3 from Mahomes, 11.8 from Barkley, 
44.8 from Stefan Diggs, 25.3 from Mike Williams, and 10 from Travis Kelsey. Also, Damian Harris was 16.7. His IDPs, he had 13 from Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa, 9 from Max Crosby. Moving over, I almost said Mason Crosby, but obviously he doesn't play defense. He also doesn't make kicks. This year he's been pretty good at it, though. Has been. Will's side, he had the quarterback got that dog in him, 29.4. The running backs, we got kick return special <laughs> with 12. And mytholo- mythological hero AC with 15.8. Again, I don't see what these nicknames say because they're too long in the phone. We had 10 from mm-hmm. Michael Carter in the flex. Uh, diamond in the rough was not a diamond in the rough. He was average this week. Uh, at his IDPs, he had Nick Bosa with 18, 11 and a half from Peace Sign Bunny Ears. That's a South Park reference. And that's it. So after this matchup, D Slacky is now 2 0, and these bitches love Bosa is 1 1. <laughs> the next matchup was between Peacock Power and Outdoor Furnishings. Both came into this matchup at 0-1. However, Cascade Bear won this matchup by 55 points against Justin. The clapping. On Cascade's side, we had Bird Feeder with 35 points. Great performance. Was Cookie uh, like eligible? We had, oh my God, his running backs were terrible. And are terrible. Yes, they were. Jamal Williams and Josh Jacobs. Gross. Uh, Debo Samuel with 14.7 and Mark Andrews exploded for 25.7 ladder golf game set with 15.6 and a beast performance for giant sombrero and shades. I think that's what it is. 32 points. Right, yeah. Bike rack had 12 points. 20, 2021 unanimous. I think it's defensive player of the year with 18 tree trimmer with 13. On Peacock Power side, we had 27.88 from Call of Duty Cheat Code. We had 10.7 from Darnell Anderson, and Jonathan Taylor has been pretty bad for you. Is that why he doesn't have a nickname? I had one last year for him. He was great in week one. Call him him Jonathan Mehler. Yeah, no. Amari Cooper with 25.1. 13.7 from He's Back. 25.8 25.8 from Captain Kirk, 10.5 from Bobby Wagner, 10.5 from Bobby Okirake. So that's actually pretty good linebacker performances. After this matchup, Justin moves to 0 2, and Jake moves to 1 1. The next matchup is between Andy and Stirk Daddy. Get burrowed, bitches, versus King Burke Daddy. Well, King Burke Daddy won this matchup 223.3 to 174.6. That is about a 50-point victory for Stirk Daddy moving to 2-0 and Andy 1-1. On Andy's side, we had Daddy scoring 18.5. We had DeAndre Swift scoring 16.7. Two Girls One Cup with 32.8 and Roy with 10.8. Darren Waller also was solid with 17 points. She also had Curtis Samuel, who's been great this year with 22.9, came off an injury. Double digits for Ryan Suckup. 12.5 for Sam Hubbard and 10 
for Tremaine Edmonds. On Stirk to Eddie's side, we had 37.6 from Josh Allen, 16.8 from Christian McCaffrey, 18.4 from Austin Eckler, 43 from Tyreek Hill. A fat zero from Paris Campbell, who is now off his roster. 13.2 from Goddard Diggers. 11.3 from Joe Mixon and 18.5 from Michael Thomas. IDPs, 26.5 from the free agent hero Marcus Williams. And then 17 from Brian Burns. Again, Stirk Daddy is now 2-0 and Andy is 1-1. The last matchup of the week came between Candle Still Lit and 200M All. This was a very close victory for Candle Still Lit. Give him a round of applause in his first victory. 144.3 to 141.5. So that's about a 2.8 point victory after adjustments for Candle. 1 and 1. And Randy's now 0-2. On Candle's side, we had Goat with 20, quote, Goat Emoji with 20.3. We have 13.9 for King Rolland. Disappointing performance for Lone Star. 15.3 from the Dark Helmet. 13.8 from Eagle 5. Gross, one point from Prince Valium. And I got a text from Candle saying, Hunter Henry is trash. Doghouse with 11.3. What were we going to say? Hunter Henry has one point, but 0 for 1 for receptions. Did he have a tackle? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you look here, he had one target, but then he had one tackle, solo tackle. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's actually hilarious. It is. We had Bar-Follow-Mule, who has been the better running back, I would say, for the Cowboys with 19.8. And 10 from Spaceballs the Kicker. It's funny how he still has all these Spaceballs nicknames. Yes, it's, it's I do love those. And Spaceballs still listens, so he's got to love hearing this. We also had 19.5 from Dr. Schlockton, and the rest of his IDPs were pretty average. I just realized that there's an All Elite nickname on Cadnell's team. It says All Elite Spaceball. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to Randy's team. Starting first, a gross performance from Russell Wilson with 13. He ain't riding. We got 32.3 from Nick Chubb. Dalvin Cook's been also very disappointing. Uh, Mike Evans got suspended. He's a bum, and he got 9 points. A.J. Brown with 11.9. These are just gross performances. 1.8 out of Dalton Schultz, and then 10.9 out of Hunter Renfro. Also, only nine. Dalton Schultz got hurt early. He did, yep, he did. And then Renfro got a concussion and fumbled the game away, literally. Uh, Daniel Carlson was great with 13 points. And then Harrison Smith with 13. He's also injured. And Jordan Poirier with 15, also injured. A lot of questionable designations for Randy. Who now is 0-2. I'm looking at all of these questionables. They're all, they all didn't practice today. Mm. Yeah. That's good. So Randy's 0-2. Candle, 1-1. Okay, let's move on. That was week two. Let's start talking a little bit about the waivers that happened in our league this week. Starting first with our good friend, 
unvaccinated, undrafted, and he was unclaimed, and he was unrostered. However, now he is on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He went from practice. He's literally on the practice squad. So we don't even know if he's going to get elevated. Little Slads dropped Juwan Jennings in exchange for Cole Beasley for $57. There was one other bid. It was Stirk Daddy with $0. Thoughts? Um, yes, he claimed Juwan Jennings last week. So six, I guess it was free. So he's on the roster for six days. But then 57 to nothing. I think Little Slads was really itching to get use some of that fab. That's for sure. And I'm going to pick up Jawan Jennings right at this moment. Boom. Okay, next. We had Lefty picking up Ashton Doolin for $7 and dropping Jalen Guyton, who was actually okay last year for the Chargers, but he's being used maximum 11% of the snaps. Not good. So he went for $7 to Lefty. Sterk also put in a $0 bid for him. Can, uh, Cascade Bear then picked up Juwan Johnson from the Saints and dropped our boy Denzel Mims. Five bucks. Goodbye to Denzel Mims. Lefty picked up yeah. then Mike. Is it Michael? M-Y-K-A-L. Mike Hal. I, I'm not sure, but I've never heard of this dude, and he's gotten 15 points each of the first two weeks as a linebacker. That's pretty damn, damn good. So he went for 4 bucks to Lefty, who dropped Marquez Calloway. Then we had Will dropping Youngway Koo and picking up Matt Amendola. If I didn't have McPherson, I would be picking up Koo right now, personally. He's still got one of the best legs in football. Stirk Daddy, then. Picked up Brashad Perriman for $0 and dropped Paris Campbell. If you look at the snap counts for Paris Campbell, this is actually kind of wild. Game 1, 77% of the snaps. Game 2 was 86% of the snaps. Do you have thoughts on that? Man, I, I read a, a long story about um, how he's finally healthy going into a year. Um, he's looking really hard to make sure he gets all his injuries behind him. He had a really good relationship with Matt Ryan in the offseason and has done nothing so far. Mm -hmm. Sad. Yeah. Uh, then we had me picking up Josh Reynolds for $0 and dropping Jalen Phillips. But Justin also put a $0 bid in, and because he is 0-2, he is rewarded with the player. Congrats. Thanks. I really needed Josh Reynolds to pretty much ride the pine in case I have a crazy amount of injuries, but I needed I had a little bit too many linebackers, so I kind of rectified that situation. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then we had Will picking up, I think, wasn't he the um, the Hard Knocks hero? Malcolm Rodriguez? Yeah, Rodrigo. Rodrigo. So he went for $0, and Will dropped Marlon Humphrey, one of his favorite players. Yeah, that's the more shocking part right there. That's crazy. Some other moves we'll just kind of touch on up until this point. I think we can, now that we're shortening up the podcast, if it's okay with you, we can just kind of talk about like some timeline player news if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah. So Little Slads put Cortland Sutton on the block. His brother responded, wow. Um Will also said Tom Grossi, I don't know who that is, is all elite. I don't either. 
But he's in a pack. He's in a Packers jersey. Few people have been talking about him in the chats, and I still don't know who that is. Uh, then Little Slats picked up Christian Kirksey. He dropped Amir Abdullah, and then you dropped C.J. Mosley. Prince Palmer dropped Leonard Floyd and picked up Zaven Collins. Uh, he also picked up Xander Horvath, who has scored in each of the first two Charger games, and dropped Benny Snell. He got two smart reactions on that. And then I, as I just made mention of, picked up Juwan Jennings and dropped Jalen Phillips. Really didn't want Jalen Phillips on their roster anymore, huh? Uh, no, he's been pretty bad. I thought he was going to be pretty promising last year. Uh, towards the end, of, but he didn't have any like great games, so I don't really know what the Dolphins are utilizing him as right now. Probably on the edge, but he's not doing a good job. Okay, let's move on now to the week three preview. Justin's gonna be previewing each of our six matchups, and that will be the conclusion of our show. Right now, there's only one projected close matchup. I'll start with that, and I'll work my way up. Um, so. Close one is supposed to be is Randy is currently projected at 0-2 to beat Will at 1-1 by less than a point. Um, so for Randy's side, he'll be starting Russell Wilson versus San Francisco, Sunday Night Football, Dalvin Cook versus Detroit, Nick Chubb tonight against Pittsburgh, uh, A.J. Brown against the Commanders, uh, Julio Jones is now questionable going up against um, the Packers this week. Dalton Schultz also questionable on Monday night. He might have to go and put in another tight end there. Um, Hunter Renfro is also questionable with a concussion still going against the Titans. Kareem Hunt tonight, so both the Browns back backfield there. Um, he's got Fred Warner and Harrison Smith at the defender, defender spots and... Shaquille Leonard, who might be making a season debut, um, all projected to be about 10 points. For uh, these bitches love Bosa, he's going to be starting, got that dog in him, who is obviously questioned, marked with the rib cartilage injury. Um, Kick returner special versus Philly. Mythological hero um, at the Chargers. Deontay Johnson tonight. Catches anything, who's still questionable against the Chiefs. TJ Hawkinson, he popped up on the injury report too. Interesting. Another limited practice hip injury, okay. Uh, Michael Carter versus the Jets. J Bourbon Myers versus the Ravens. He's got both the Bosa's in the lineup. He's got peace sign buddy ears, and he's going to start Rodrigo right now. Yeah, because uh, he's currently projected to have more points than Isaiah Simmons. Wow. Let's go. So this held. Um, Randy would be 1-2, and, and Will would also be 1-2, which would make things interesting because we definitely thought going into this that uh, Randy was going to be a playoff team and Will was going to be right in the cusp, and then they'd be on um, same records. Next matchup we'll go into is um, Cascade Bear versus... Andy Pollock, Get Burrowed Bitches Outdoor Furnishings. Get Burrowed Bitches is currently projected to win by 14, 180 to 166. Um, so for Jake's side, he's starting Bird Feeder against Washington. Cascade Bear 5 Outdoor something at running back. Josh Jacobs, who's questionable, versus Tennessee. 
Superstar Flower is truly a superstar at going against the Broncos and Sunday Night Football. Horseshoe Pit uh, against the Falcons. Squirrel Feeder against the Patriots. Ladder Game Golf Set versus the Texans. Giant Sombrero in Shades versus Tampa Bay. Uh, then for his IDPs, man, Micah Parsons. 2021 Unanimous Defender of the Year currently is projected to score 14 points in Monday Night Football against the Giants. Um, all four of his IDPs are projected to be right around nine. We have Shaq Burger, Gas Grill, and Tree Trimmer as well. For uh, Get Burrowed Bitches, she's starting Daddy uh, and hoping that he puts in a Daddy-worth performance um, after a couple uh, tough weeks where he's running for his life. Uh, DeAndre Swift is questionable against Minnesota. Um Javante Williams on Sunday Night Football. Two girls, one cup against Arizona. Roy versus um, Detroit. Darren Waller against the Titans. Leonard Fournette, also with a question tag. Uh, limited hamstring injury. He's probably playing. Uh, against the Packers. Curtis Samuel, who is wide receiver 11 in the season right now, versus the Eagles. Um, for her IDPs. Demario Davis, Taylor Rapp, and Tremaine Edmonds are all projected to be right around the nine-point performance. So if this held, Andy would be two and one. Jake would be one and two. Well, the next matchup, which is projected for D. Sladke versus Candle Still Lit. D. Sladke is currently being predicted to win by 42 points exactly. 188.64 to 146.64. Um, so for the starters, Patrick Mahomes against the Colts for D. Sladke. Saquon against the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. James Conner uh, against the Rams. He's questionable as well. He's returning to practice. He'll be playing. Uh, Devontae Adams against the Titans. Stefan Diggs against the Dolphins. Travis Kelsey against the Colts. Mike Williams versus Jacksonville. Damian Harris versus um, Baltimore. And then he's got a Bella Dangerous Man, who is also with a questionable tag. Man, there's a lot of questionable tags going into this weekend. Um, he's sitting out again for a hip injury. Who's projected to get over 10 points. Then we move on to Team Candle Still Lit. Emoji against the Buccaneers. King Rowland tonight, Lone Star if on uh, Monday Night Football, uh, Dark Helmet and Eagle Five at the wide receiver spots against um, Arizona and LA going against each other. Uh, Prince Valium at the tight end spot, having a rough start to the year. Doghouse at the flex, um, Bartholomew on Monday Night Football. You've got Spaceballs the kicker projected to be up ten, and Doctor Schlotkin, the only two-time. Um, cookie winner so far at the IDP spot. If this held, D Slashkey would move to 3-0, and Team Candle Stillet would move to 1-2. and two. Moving up next, we have Time to Play the Game versus Team Little Slads. Team Little Slads is currently projected to win um, 170.9 to 139.4 over Lefty. It would get Little Slads' first victory of the year if this held. So, for Lefty, um, he has trouble going against the Chargers, uh, risk against the Commanders, 
Sorry versus the Broncos. Perfection versus the Giants. Outburst, looking for a second string of that outburst. Uh, Zertz uh, against the Rams. Payday against the Chargers. So uh, going with Lawrence and Zay Jones. Snakes and Ladders uh, against the Bears. His, he's got two IDPs that are projected to get close to 10 in Clue and Food Fight. For Little Slads, he's got Tom Brady um, against the Packers. Get out the way against the uh, Raiders, who has really struggled so far this year. Um, Elvin Kamara, who is still questionable against the Car- Carolina. T. Higgins versus the Jets. Amon Ross St. Brown, who has been beast mode so far. He is the number three receiver on the year. Against the Vikings, Hayden Hurst versus the Jets. Cortland Sutton on Sunday Night Football versus the 49ers. Gabe Davis, who is still questionable for the noon game against Seattle and barely practiced. We'll see if he still plays. Um, and then Kevin Byard and Christian Kirksey, the waiver wire potential hero this week, uh, both around 10. If this held, Little Sides will get his first win of the year. Lefty would move to 1-2. and two. Next matchup is between Tuanon and Team Prince Palmer. So we have Team Prince Palmer, who could go 3-0 if these projections hold, with a 158.9 to 142.38 um, victory there for Tuanon. Um, Tua, or TV Tony, has 21.9 projected against the Bills. Hangnail is going against the Bengals. Jelly Nutella is going against the Colts. MJF versus the Eagles. Uncle Dave versus the Commanders. Dino Douche against the uh, Jaguars. Jerichovid is really projected to have a really crappy game right now. Only 4.35 points in the flex. Um, Master Bateman uh, against the Patriots. Uh, let's see, he's got two IDPs projected to go over 10 in Johnny Same Face and Kukumanga Kid. Um, they're both projected to get almost 11.5 points, which is impressive for IDPs. All right, so then we have Team Prince Palmer. He's going to be starting bet on himself versus New England. Please outperform Kamara um, against the Packers. No, against the Buccaneers, sorry. Keep chasing waterfalls against Buffalo. My phone is blowing up right now. Jesus. Um, Drake London. My London London bridges are falling, I think his name is, um, against Seattle. My firstborn child um, against New Orleans. Barbecue Pits, or otherwise known as Decoy, um, against (laughs) Seattle. Cheat Code versus the Jets. Don't be a poo-poo. We'll try very hard not to be. Um, this week again, Billy Jean Kid. Oh, he's questionable now too. Um, uh, at against Minnesota, he's got two IDPs that are projected to go around ten uh, with what what may never die, and Zaven Collins. If that held, Ryan would be three and zero. Two and on would be one and two. Final matchup of the week: um, the top ranked team right now. In King Burke Daddy versus Peacock Power, myself, I am projected to lose by 30, just under 32 points. 187.3 to 155.5. So, for Peacock Power, he's got 
called or I have Call of Duty cheat code at QB, Jonathan Taylor um, against the Chiefs, Darnell Anderson against the Cardinals, Amari Cooper tonight, um, Young Buck versus the Panthers, he's back against the Eagles, Scorderell Patterson against the Seahawks, Captain Kirk versus the Chargers. Uh, IDPs, they're all projected to get close to 10 in Monster, Bobby Wagner, Javon Holland, and Jordan Hicks in River Wire Potential Hero. Uh, next for Stirk Daddy, he's going to be starting Josh Allen versus the Dolphins. That's going to be a hell of a game. Um, Christian McCaffrey versus the Saints. Austin Eckler versus Jacksonville. Tyreek Hill versus Buffalo. Brandon Cooks against Chicago. Goddard Diggers versus the Commanders. Joe Mixon versus the Jets, Michael Thomas versus the Panthers, Will Lutz against the Panthers. Uh, for his IDPs, he's got three that are projected to get around 10 in Miles Garrett, Marcus Williams, and Brian Burns. If this held, Stirk Daddy would still be the number one overall seed and be 3-0, and I'd most likely move into last place. So, that's what we have on tap for this weekend um, of another week three of fantasy football. Do you have an NFL matchup you're looking forward to the most, and why is it Browns-Steelers tonight? <laughs> um, personally, I am going to be rooting incredibly hard for Jacoby Brissett to go off um, <laughs> to have a chance to stay alive in the gulag, considering that I am projected to be the lowest-scoring team and uh -oh. my best player just got suspended. Um, <laughs> but, I yeah, this game's going to suck. Um, the one that I'm really looking forward to is Buffalo Miami because that's going to be a sh I think that's going to be a shootout. It's going to be really really good. So if Mike Evans got hurt, who is your new person starting in his spot? Um, I gotta double check, but I think right now I'm starting Brian Edwards, Donovan Peoples Jones tonight. Another reason why the Browns need to go off. Um, and Elijah Moore. That so stack could be Edwards, nice if he catches a touchdown. Yeah. Brian Edwards so far has gotten me 1.2 points in oh combined first two games. That is why I put in a lot of bids for players and have not gotten a single one yet. So a little, little terrified about that. All right, guys, that's all we got for this episode of the For the Throne Dynasty podcast. Keep listening, keep reading into our newsletter, and we'll see you next time.